Good morning. Hope all of you are well. Mazel tov to the Messiah on Maseches Beitzah. Baruch Hashem, starting a new Masechta, Maseches Rosh Hashanah on Daf Beis. Now we're very familiar with this Mishnah. Arba Rosh Hashanah Heim. There are four moments on the Jewish calendar that have a status of Rosh Hashanah, each for their own halachic reasons. And the Mishnah is going to detail what those are, and then slowly but surely we'll chip away at each of the uh, the moments that are mentioned in the Mishnah as to why they need a Rosh Hashanah. Arba Rosh Hashanah Heim, there are four. Be'echad Nisan on the first of Nisan, so two weeks before Pesach, Rosh Hashanah Lamalachim Belirigalim. That's Rosh Hashanah for kings, and it's Rosh Hashanah for holidays. What does it mean, Rosh Hashanah Lamalachim? So take a look at the very first Rashi in the Masechta, Dibur HaMaschil, Arba Rosh Hashanah Lamalachim. Rashi says, Regidim hayu limnos zman shtarosehem lishnos hamelech. People would write on their documents, if, uh, if you were the king, I'd say, uh, from the second year of King X's reign, that's how they would make references. And Rashi continues to detail in Masechah's Gittin how this was common practice. And Vilurgalim as well. Uh, there's so many Rashi's here, we're not going to go through them all. We'll see a lot of this in the Gemara. And the next part of the Mishnah is Be'echad Be'el. So a month before Rosh Hashanah that we know of as Rosh Hashanah, that's Rosh Hashanah Lemaiser Behema. You have to determine... When do we count our animals and divide by 10? Do we do that on uh, Tishrei? Do we do that based on the fiscal calendar of whatever country we live in? Or do we do that based on a halachic determination? And our Mishnah seems to be that way. How does that work in regards to giving Meister and Tzedakah? So that's a good Shailan halacha. Do we just look at it every check you get, you divide by 10? Do we look at it at the whole year? And what does a year mean? Is it fiscal year? Is it calendar year? Is it Tishrei? And is it Elo? So the Mishnah here says it's Echad Be'Elo. Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon, Omrim, Be'echad, Be'tishrei, they argue and say that, no, the Rosh Hashanah for Meiser, Behema is the regular Rosh Hashanah that we know of. And that's this third line here, this third section of the Mishnah, which is Be'echad, Be'tishrei. Alev Tishrei is Rosh Hashanah, Lashanim. That's what we know. The Shemitah, Nul, Yovlos, the Isser of taking care of the fields in those years of Shemitah and Yovel, which is this year. Linatia, as it relates to saplings, small trees, and in regards to the status of Orla, how do we determine what the three-year mark is? Really, Yerakos, also for Meiser, for vegetables. And lastly, in our Mishnah, Be'echad B'Shvat, on the first of the month of Shvat, that's Rosh Hashanah Le'ilan. That's the Rosh Hashanah for trees, Kedibri Be'Shamai, but of course, we know, Be'ez Hillel Omrim, Be'chamisha Sartisha Be'av, Tu Be'av, that's what we, uh, right? That's our that's our holiday for trees. So that's based on the Shita right here in the Mishnah Be'Shel. These are the four sections. So it's Echad B'Nisan, and it's Echad B'Tishrei, and it's Echad B'Shvat. So all of the various dates that are here. Good. So let's dig in because uh, what what is this whole thing with the uh, with the kings? So the Gemara opens. Why are we marking off the calendar uh, that oh, it's uh, it's the king's uh, birthday, right? It's the king's inaugural day. Why is that happening? Nobody kings don't always get voted in on the same day. It's not like the American government where we always know we vote on day X and we hire and the president starts on day Y. It's not like that. So it says the Gemara. So Amar. The reason why this is important is because of the way that people used to write shtaros. And when you write a star, the date has to be accurate. We're not going to get into this particular surga, but it's not. The Mishnah writes, There are certain documents that when you predate them, they are puzzle. And if you postdate them, then they're kosher. And how do we determine the date? So God, we're doing that based on how many years the king has been king. And Tanu Rabban on the Brisa writes as follows. If a king starts his reign, on the 29th of Adar, a day before Aleph Nisan. Then, Kevan Shehigia Echad Benisan, day two, also Loshana. So, if I start as a king on the 29th of Adar and one day transfers and now it's Echad Benisan, I'm now in my second year of reign. So that's where the Nafkamina comes in, is that I'm writing a document on Aleph Nisan. The king just started three days ago, and I write 
The first year of that king, you're wrong. It's not the first year of that king. Once we cross over the threshold of Aleph Nisan, it is now year two of that king. Even if he started yesterday, it doesn't matter. We all, it's, it's like the way we, uh, the way we count a baby's born one minute before Shkia. That's all day one. He's only been alive for two minutes. It doesn't matter. All of that is halachically day one. And that is the same true for the king. Four lines from the bottom. If the king only started his reign, he was, um, he was installed as king on the first of Nisan. Then Then we have to wait 12 months until, or 13 months like this year. We would have to wait a long time to, until he gets to year two. So that's the point, that's the extreme of the Gemara, that if you start your, uh, your kingship, if you start your reign one day before the month of Nisan, you are considered in year two, just a day later. And the Gemara now analyzes this brisa that we just learned, because we said a couple of things that are pretty obvious. Two, three lines from the bottom, Mamar Mar. Melech Adar. If there is a king who starts his reign on the 29th of Adar, which is the halacha that we just learned, that now he's in year two, just a day later, says the Gemara, as we turn to the top of Bezim, this teaches us a couple of things. Number one, we see here very, very clearly that Echad Ben Nisan is the threshold of change for years, even if you started a day earlier. Now it's Echad Ben Nisan, and this is now the second year of your reign. We don't count 365 days for the solar year or 354 days for the lunar year. Nothing. It's totally halachic. Whatever the date is, we look at Echad Benisan. And not only that, we also learn that that one day, the 29th of Adar, the day that you were installed, that day counts the equivalent of a year. So that next day in Ashtar, I'm going to write Shnas Sheni Lamelech X. Because now it's a day later that you, that whole first day is considered a shana. What about the second part of the brisa we had learned on the bottom of Beis Aleph? If the king only was installed on the first of Nisan, we said, He won't hit year two until 12 months later in the next Rosh Chodesh. Pshita. And that's very, very obvious. Why would we have assumed anything else? I don't need a brisa to teach me the blaringly obvious. So why did the brisa teach me that halacha? Says the Gemara, Lotzricha. The reason we, we actually need it is because the imnu aleha me'adar. Just like we have here in America, there's a vote, and then there's the day of the inauguration. So here too, we have the same, we have the same consideration. If you were voted in before Echad Benisan, so what is the day, I shouldn't say day, what is the moment in the process of voting where we say he's now the king? Is it where we vote and have our answer that now the new king is going to be Ploni Almoni? Or do we say that it's not the voting, even though we know who the king is going to be? It's the installment. So that's what the Gemara says is Lotzricha, fourth line down, the Imnu Adar. He was voted in another. Mahu Nimnu Shinin. Then maybe we should look at the voting as year one. And therefore, when Aleph Nisan turns a corner, now it's year two, Kamash Malan, that we do not use the voting day and the voting results as our decision of king. Rather, we look at the installment only. Now we're going to see another Brysa so five lines down. And the Brysa says three very obvious statements. And we're going to analyze all three obvious statements. Um, and then we're going to uh, learn one more quick sugya, and then we will, one more quick part of this sugya, and then we'll be done for the day. We're going to go until about 10 lines from the bottom of the page, approximately. Tana Rabban on five lines down. If there was a king who was mes ba'adar, ba'amad acher tachto ba'adar. So King A dies on the first of Adar. King B starts 10 days later, all in the same month of Adar. Ba'amad acher tachto ba'adar. The halacha is, monin shana lazevilazev. You can say it's year X of the dead king's reign. So let's say he died in his 10th year. So even though he's dead, we can say this year is still the 10th year of his reign. Or we could say it's the first year of the new king's reign. 
You can, you can code, you can date your documents with either king's year of Malchus. That's, that's halacha number one in the Brisa. Halacha number two. After the threshold, the, the, new king, the old king died on Aleph Nisan, the new king started on the 10th of Nisan. The halacha is Monin Shana same as in Adar, you can do the same thing in Nisan. Oh, so this is the 10th year of the, the, dead, the dead king's reign or the first year of the new king's reign. And then the third halach in the Brice is as follows. If the previous king died in Adar, before the threshold, before the Rosh Hashanah from Malachim, and then the new king started after the Rosh Hashanah from Malachim, what's the halacha? In Adar, you can only refer to the previous king. And in Nisan, you have to refer to the new king. And every single one of these cases is obvious, and the Gemara is bothered by it. Omar, Mar, 10 lines down, I don't understand. You taught me in the Brisa just now a few lines ago that that if one king dies in Adar and he's replaced and the new king is installed in Adar, that's very obvious. Why would we have assumed anything otherwise? So it says the Gemara, you might have thought that in any one year, you cannot reference any one year with two different kings. That's a very reasonable Havamina. Kamash Malan, that you are allowed. So even though the case appeared obvious, we learned the subtlety that it is mutter to uh, write a date on a year for the king that just died in that current year and for the new king that was installed in that year. What about the second case of the Brisa that we learned at the top of this page? If a person died in Nisan, the king died, and then the new king was installed during Nisan, here too, this is also obvious. Why did we have to teach this case? I might have thought that when do we say that the one day is treated like a year? That's Besof Shana. That's only at the end of the year. When he was installed in Adar, the king was installed in Adar, then we say it's the 29th of Adar. Then we view that as the day that's Chashub. Aval Betchilas Shana. In Nisan, we would not do that. So if the old king went into the new year one day and died, we would have said, Lo Amrinan, we would not have said that that day was Chashub Kamash This is not a simple assumption. Why would we assume that in, in the month of Adar, that one day is considered to be a year, such that if the king was installed on the 29th of Adar, that when Nisan starts, all of a sudden it's his second year. But we wouldn't say that in Nisan. So Tosas at the top of the page is difficult. Tosas, we don't have time to go through it. But uh, that is a discussion as to why this assumption is reasonable. And let's go through the third case. We're a third of the way down on, on Bezim and Bez. Let's go through the third case of this, Bryce. So we had said that Mespa Adar, that if the king, the previous king had died in the month of Adar, the Ahmad Akhar Tachtov and the new king was installed, bin Nisan, and he started in the next month. So we said in the previous year, Mon and Rishon, Rishon al Rishon, that and the one from Adar, we refer to the king who died. And Mishni al So that's pretty obvious. Pshita, why would we have thought anything different? The two kings didn't overlap in their years. One king died in Adar, previous, uh, previous Rosh Hashanah year, right? And the other king died in, in this year. The other king started in this year. So there's no, why would we ever assume anything else? It says the Gemara, we needed this case. The voting happened in Adar. And alone, that we already learned that halacha, that voting doesn't matter. But Umelech ben Melechu, it's not just that he was voted in. He was a shoe-in for the presidency. Why? Because it goes through Yerusha. So his father, the king, his father died. It was obvious that he was going to become, not just by voting. It was a slam dunk that he was going to be. So when the father died in, in Adar, his son was the absolute incoming president. So we would have said, oh, no, 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 this is different. Maybe we should assume that the rules are different. Kamash Malan, that that is not the case. We don't care. And Mahu Nimnule 
Tartan Shinin. Maybe we should say that because he was a shoe in for the kingship for the, to become the new president, to become the new king. So therefore we should count uh, uh, Aleph Benisan as his second year, Kamash Malan, that we don't. And now we're going to learn the Mari Mekomos, beautiful approach in the Gemara as to how it is that we know that Rosh Hashanah for kings is on the date of Aleph Nisan. Where did we get that from? So the Brisa inferred it, but what's the actual Mari Mekomo? Says her Gemara. Amar of Yochanan, halfway down. How do we know that the line in the sand by which we determine how many years a king has been in rule is Aleph Nisan? Shene'emar, the Pasuk reads as follows. 480 years. After the Jews left Egypt. In the fourth year of the reign of Shlomo, in the month of Iyar, that's the second month of the year, so 480 years after Mitzrayim, in the fourth year of his reign, in the month of Iyar, which was the second year, now in the Pasuk, we have a reference of Yitzhiyas uh, Mitzrayim and Malchus. So it says the Gemara, we have a comparison between the Malchus of uh, of Shlomo HaMelech and Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. My Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim Nisan, just like we count the number of years of Mitzrayim from Nisan, so too, Af Malchus Shlomo Nisan. The same is true because the Pasuk says the, that they're both in the same frame of reference, so therefore it must be that they have the same uh, the same date, the same threshold, which is Aleph Nisan. Says the Gemara, wait a second. How do we know? We know when it was. The Pasuk and Chumash tells us when Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim was. But how do we know that when we're counting that we count from there? Maybe we should say how many years has it been from Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim? 480, 40, whatever it is. Maybe we should count from Tishrei. How do we know that it's from Nisan? Says the Gemara, you cannot assume that Tishrei is the breaking point for how we count for, um, for, uh, for Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Why? A beautiful argument. Basically, there's two psukim that refer to the 40th year after Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. And one is in the month of Av, and one is in the month of Shvat. So follow along. We have Av, Elul, Tishrei, right? So Tishrei, you, you were trying to say that maybe Tishrei should have been the line in the sand for counting for Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Av, Elul, Tishrei, and then continuing into Shvat. And the year doesn't change. So we see the Tishrei doesn't change the year. So now let's look at the Pesukim inside. It says the Gemara, two-thirds, a little bit more of the way down, Bezim and Bez. The Pasuk reads, Aharon HaKohen al Aharon HaKohen goes up to the mountain, Al-Pi Hashem, based on the command of Hashem. Vayamos Sham, he dies there. When does he die? Bishnas Mitzrayim, the 40th year after Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Bachodesh HaChamishi, the fifth month is Av. It's Nisan Iyar Sivan Tamuz Av. He died on the first of the month of Av in the 40th year. Now look at the next Pasuk. There's another Pasuk. It was 10 months, it was six months later. In the 11th month of the year, um, Moshe spoke to the people. So we said the 11th month, which is the month of Shvat, six months later after Tishrei. And what do we see in the Pasuk? It's still called the 40th year. So had it been that Tishrei was in fact the threshold for Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, then this Pasuk would not have said Arba'im Shana, would have said 41, because we crossed over Tishrei without crossing over Nisan. So because the first Pasuk speaks about the month of Av as the 40th year, the Koi B'Shvat, and even after Tishrei, when it's in the month of Shvat, the Koi Lashnas Arba'im, we also refer to it as the 40th year, Michlal. That implies the Rosh Hashanah, Lav Tishrehu. That implies that Rosh Hashanah, the, the Rosh Hashanah for, uh, for what we are dealing with, cannot be any cannot be Tishrei, and it has to be Nisan. So that's the Gemara's conclusion, is that when we talk about kings, 
we, uh, the reason it's important that we refer to kings by date is because of the commonality of people writing dates based on how many years a king was in reign. And the Gemara clearly uh, stipulates that the importance of this because of the dates and also the halachic backdrop as to how this came about. And therefore we know that the actual date based on Rav Yochanan's approach in the Pesukim, the actual date of the line in the sand, the Rosh Hashanah, the Malachim, is Aleph Nisan. We'll stop right here. Amir Tashem will pick up tomorrow night at 8.40. Wishing you all a beautiful night. Day. Beautiful day. That was, that was close. That was beautiful.